0: Welcome back to The Vibe, guys. I am so stoked because we have my girl, Katie. Many of you know her as Honestly Kate, and if you don't, I am so excited to introduce you to this bright light who has really been a wonder through COVID in the last couple of months and continues to be. Katie, I would love for you to introduce yourself.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited we can do this, even though I know it's virtually, we've been dying to be in a person. Like This is so good that we have like the technology to do this right now. Um, so I run lifestyle blog honestly Kate it's about three years old maybe a little more than three years old since I actually started the blog and I'm also a lifestyle host on Amazon live which is really exciting
0: that's so so exciting You are wonderful. So I know that your list is long and full. And the most amazing thing that I think is about you is how authentic you are. To me, it's so rare to see an influencer talk and genuinely mean every word they say. And I'm gonna be honest, I actually bought your Tula products because I was like, let's see if she's really if she really means it. Cause that's when you know. Love, love. Love it. It's There's the best, best thing ever. But that's when you like, no, like, I will randomly buy something that someone's promoting and see if it actually is good. And I'm like, you're doing this for the money. And I know. So I've actually really seen that you deeply, honestly, like, mean everything you say and say everything you mean. So how, like, how, where did this place of truth come from? And, and like staying authentic to yourself, because I would be lying if I said I didn't see a lot of influencers post things that I know that they actually don't use. So how did you come from this like truthful, honest place of?
1: <laughs> so it's so funny because obviously my Instagram handle and blog name is honestly Kate. And the whole reason it came about is that I was always someone that I love. Like I always called myself a treasure hunter. Like I loved finding gifts for friends, products for friends, like prom dresses for friends. I always was felt I had like a really good niche for finding things for people that worked for them and I love doing it like my dream was always to have my own gift shop where people come to me for specialty gifts for like their tenure like a
0: curated like, gift like, shop yes
1: yes that would that was my dream <laughs> growing up and then it was so funny because I used to watch ladies of London and one of the love ladies of
0: there, London Caroline
1: yes, yes and I was like, my dream like she has my dream job to find like authentic curated really unique gifts for the people and like they trust her style wait what was her,
0: her what was her what was it called
1: i can't even remember but it was so you're right
0: it was spot on exactly what you wanted it was so cool too i'm upset that so didn't cool. work out <laughs> i know i
1: know oh my god a lot about her but we could talk about
0: so after, after.
1: <laughs> but so that was always my dream and so when i saw that people were using Instagram for more business type of things. I, and I I only followed a handful of, I guess like fashion influencers at the time. And I felt that they were highly editorial and curated and, they just didn't, not anything against them, but they didn't seem welcoming or happy to me. And I was like, if I'm going to start this platform, like I'm just going to be myself and I want people that can feel like they can relate to me. Like I'm not going to be so edgy and that's just not who I am. I'm just going to be myself. And the only reason I'm like smiling in every photo is because I can't even take a photo without like laughing at myself. It's so ridiculous. And I. Like, love, like, I look so crazy if someone saw me on the street right now. So, like, I end up just, like, laughing at every photo. But it's not that I'm happy. It's, like, not that I'm happy all the time because I'm definitely not. It's just that it's, like, almost like I'm making fun of what I was doing. But um, so I, I kind of was, like, okay, I need to come up with a name. And then I picked the name honestly because I was, like, if I'm going to put myself out there and compete with what's already going on in this, like, fashion Instagram space – then I'm going to make sure everything I post is all the products, all the brands I already use and love. Because this is a way that anytime my friends say to me, like, hey, what was that makeup tool you used that you were telling us about? What's that blow dryer you I can be like, everyone just look at my page. It's all there. It wasn't to start a business. It was really just to have all my recommendations on one page. So it really was all the things I already owned myself and was using myself.
0: And I don't know if you ever remember this, but I sent you a DM because you were the first person I ever saw do like shelfies. And I don't know oh, if anyone I like, shelfies. I don't i don't know if anyone even knows what we're talking about, but it's basically her bathroom vanity of all of her products. But I ended up being so inspired by yours that I got my own and I, I know for a fact I sent you what my shelfie was, like its it's a longer one. But I remember sending it to you, and I don't know if you answered or not, and it doesn't matter, I feel zero offense if like you do, I but I, I sent I it to you, it. and I just, and it wasn't like to get a response, it was more to just be like, I use Drunk Elephant now because of you, I use Tula now because of you, I use First Aid because of you, and I never used them ever in my life before, and like they were actually really good products like they weren't again i've i've gone i will never talk about the list of products that are that i've been that i've tried yeah. that aren't but like you really have done an incredible job of like putting out good information and i'll get into this also deeper but putting out good information good products that really matter and mean something and that all also have like a great mission statement behind all of them like exactly. every product you use is also like And just so you know, this product also gives back to XYZ or this product is really good for this or it's just like it's never just about like a dope product. There's always a behind about it, which is like a really nice thing because I could look at First Aid Beauty and my first initial thought would be like, oh, it must be good, but like why is it good and then i look at you and i'm like this is what like she's giving me every reason like i didn't even know how to use the tula eye stuff until i watched your thing and i was like it's my favorite i was like and i love it and it actually works and it's like just really nice to have that authenticity because again i do my research i buy products that i see people post and Mm -hmm. a lot of them don't work so it's really again really wonderful to have a real honest human who's like sure this may be a little bit more expensive but it's worth it because it will not give you xyz on your face or your skin or your hair and that's something that everyone deserves to know and like you being honest about being like so the price range may be a little more or you're even willing to be like so if you can't do drunk elephant here's this one and that's like really considerate and that takes research like i know that that takes research to be like what is the most comparable virgin macula oil to Less than twenty dollars, you know what I mean? Like that's not an easy thing. So I commend you a lot for being able to like do the science behind that because it's not just like comparing products.
1: Yes, actually, it's the Trader Joe's one. That's like the. It's so interesting because I felt, and I've always felt kind of this responsibility that like when I started gaining a following, and by the way, it happened really slowly. People are like. How do you gain a following? What's the secret sauce? I'm like, the secret sauce is there is none. And it takes a lot of time.
0: Like, oh, I have a question about your secret sauce later. But no, I, th- yeah. I agree with you. It's like people ask me about the podcast. I'm like, it's yeah. a t- it takes time. It like, takes I'm like, time.
1: Like, it's a lot of work. Um, But I always just started, felt like this responsibility that if I have this platform, God forbid, I give someone like a recommendation that is bad for any reason, brother, like they have a bad mission statement the founder did something inappropriate totally Uh, the the product ingredients is like not fully kosher like I would feel so guilty and so I never ever post anything without doing like extensive research meeting the team meeting I every time I partner with a brand whether it's virtual or in person I say to the brand partner this is a product I've been loving for so long, I'm so excited to partner, but I can't even show anyone until I meet the founder. Like, I need to have a conversation before I promote anything to do with their brand because I'm aligning myself with their brand, and it's on me if anything bad comes out.
0: And did was there an experience that taught you that?
1: Um, I I guess. Maybe like a few experiences. Like I was, and mostly in fashion, actually. Like when I was promoting some brands that I absolutely loved. Like I just loved the style, and I think with fashion, it's a lot easier because it's either you like the style or you don't like the style. Whereas beauty, it's so personal, and skincare, so personal. It's absolutely. And it's about what's being put in the ingredients, what it actually means, what's a marketing term versus what's actually a real term. Like, there's so many what I call, like, beauty buzzwords that are just unknown words that people make up for marketing. And I think we really need to, like, debunk those myths and, like, show what's real. Mm-hmm. That's why I, like, the partners I have are so – we use real ingredients, like, that you would could – possibly eat like I wouldn't want to put anything on my skin that's my biggest organ that I wouldn't be able to ingest in my mouth
0: a hundred a hundred a hundred thousand percent and you know we'll get deeper into you being honest because we will, but because this Wait. is us being real and I just, we have to get on tangents. That's who I am. Yes. I just like live for that. So we're going to go back to COVID because COVID was okay. such a moment in all of our lives. It's a universal thing. So pre COVID, can you tell us what your vibe of life was like? And then can you tell us how it dramatically changed?
1: Yeah. So my vibe of life was like, go, 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 go. I did not know how to stop. And I kind of got into this really unhealthy way of living life that I used to blame on my job and I used to blame on like the fact that this job is so all about networking and being places and seeing as many people and stopping by as many events as possible. So I would just tire myself out and I would like go a thousand percent until I would crash. And then I would have like two days where like I couldn't speak to anyone. I couldn't do anything. And I just like wasn't, like you said before, I wasn't protecting my energy. I was, um, leading like my life where I was like spreading myself too thin. It just was not a healthy lifestyle at all. And I know that now, and people would always say that to me, like that were really close to me, like my mom and grandma and boyfriend be like, whoa, like you went to way too many meetings today. Why were you at three different events? Like you need, like, it's, I know you're excited, and when you're getting business, of course you don't want to stop, and you have that adrenaline rush, and you want to keep going. But you are not going to be able to survive in the long run if you keep up this lifestyle. Absolutely,
0: a hundred thousand <laughs> percent.
1: Um. So I always like prided myself, and I always like like say that I used to pride myself in being the girl on the go. Like I was like, I'm doing so much. I'm I'm everywhere. Like I'm at. I never miss a birthday. I never miss a dinner. I never miss a work <laughs> event. Like. <laughs> Even my agent, who, like, I, my agent and I are, like, best friends. She's so great, Sophie Bressler. She would be like, why did you go to that event? And, like, I know they want to pay you, but you need to go to sleep. Like, you need to sleep. A hundred percent.
0: You were, like, in it, and this kind of talk, this is, like, the, the L.A. story that we were talking about. Like, yeah. New Yorkers hustle and bustle and go Fucking hard. Like when they feel that drive, we're not fucking stopping. When we when the road is going, we're fucking running with it. Like yes. So I feel you on that entirely. When the opportunities are hot, you take them.
1: Yes. And then when COVID hit and I couldn't go anywhere, I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Like, how am I gonna prove myself? How am I gonna show up to places? So and I my entire family, my siblings and I all moved home to the north shore of Long Island to my parents' house. And that was not – that was going to be – that was supposed to be a weekend trip when COVID, like, first broke out because everyone in my family started – like, we have a lot of um, people who have health issues in my family. So we wanted – my mom was just, like, beside herself. She didn't even know what was happening. So we went home for what we thought was the weekend, and then we never left. Um, (laughs) with our significant others, which was crazy.
0: I have Um, to ask you about that, but I'll ask after.
1: (laughs) So obviously my life – completely did a 180 and at first I was like I have to do so much because I because I can't be so many places I have to like use my platform and influence to like fundraise for the hospitals and I have to donate whatever I can for to the food banks and I and I kind of was doing the same thing where I was go 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 but in a different way and I just realized in my life I don't need to be doing a million things that I can be doing on the phone or via email or virtually and
0: That takes me literally to my next question.
1: Yeah. It was a it was a weird time for me because um, I felt really fortunate that I was still working, that I almost felt guilty in the beginning about it because I was like, I don't even want to share my partnerships because I feel that so many people that are so close to me in life have lost their jobs, have to move out. Like I just didn't know how to feel. And instead I just took a really big step back and found myself a lot happier.
0: That's amazing. So you and I are similar in the sense that we are both independent on our own. We're both running out. Our offices are wherever we are. I'm a yoga instructor, as you know, and yeah. it was really wild for me to go digital, like really wild for me to like not show face, like physically show up for my mm-hmm. people and have to totally go digital. So how was it for you to have to go completely digital?
1: It was definitely an adjustment. I know this sounds so, I, I guess, like, get this question. I get this from, like, actually my really close friends and family. And when I met my boyfriend, he felt the same way. He's like, it's so weird that your job is in social media because you're never on your phone. And I was like, I know, because to me, my phone is, like, I when I see my phone, device I'm like okay my phone means work like if I'm on my phone I'm working and then at the end of the day or when I want to be with my family or have a date night or just like have alone time it's no phone like I've just always been kind of it's almost been better for me in a way because I don't just scroll through Instagram because when I think of Instagram I think of work so when I want time off I get off of Instagram
0: and That's actually a really good note to, like, tell other people because I feel a lot of people scroll on Instagram and it it gets really negative. So I feel like that's a nice message for you to kind of be like, guys, like, don't be on your phones all day scrolling. It's not mentally the best thing for us, especially when we're having so much more screen time than we've ever had in our lives.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So it was definitely a big adjustment. Like I had to get blue light glasses immediately because I was not used to being on my phone so often because now not only was I on my phone for all my meetings, which I usually don't sit when I'm in a meeting or coffee meeting, I'm not sitting on my phone. I'm like in person. I'm now on my phone for every single meeting. And then I'm also on my phone to socialize with my friends. Right. So it was like instead of that time where I would put my phone away, I was on it. So I, it was hard. I was on I mean I was on either like my computer now I have like a computer a monitor and my phone like it's definitely not healthy at all I think it's really bad but um, I say like fortunately and unfortunately fortunately we have the technology that we are able to continue so many of our jobs from home and work remotely and 100%. also stay connected to people but then unfortunately it's also a lot of like digital time
0: so much digital time so that leads me to my next quest. this is like perfect it's going right into each question what was your biggest challenge working from home
1: so my biggest challenge for working from home and it's still my it's still because I'm still working from home because I okay so I technically always have worked from home. well same
0: but like with your significant yeah. other and everybody exactly.
1: but the whole thing that I like to say is even though I've technically always worked from home, I've never actually been home. Like I've never home. Uh, like I don't have an office. So I guess like my home base where I get packages and deliveries is at my apartment, but I'm never home. I'm always on the go. I'm always like traveling for work, meetings for work, doing different shoots. My shoots are always outside um, in the city, different locations, trying different restaurants trying different spas and beauty techniques and visiting manufacturers of the beauty departments. And so I've actually never worked from home like this before. And it's been a real challenge for me working not only in my childhood bedroom with my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm also used to being alone.
0: Like yeah. I love, I'm same. Always
1: alone Because even when I'm moving and grooving around New York city, like I usually was in the past, I was doing it alone and on my time. And now that everyone in my family, my boyfriend like knows what I'm doing all day long. It was such a hard adjustment. They're like, Oh, are you ready for lunch? I'm like, don't talk
0: to me. Like, I couldn't agree more with you. Cause again, that's why I mentioned our jobs not being the yes. same, but similar in the sense that we're always on similar, the go very. and we never had offices, but like, mm-hmm. it's just such a different, like, and you're so right. It's like people being like, can you have lunch now? And it's like, I don't want you to talk, talk to me right now like during my time like I'm busy right now and like I don't want to have to answer to 20 other people right now so it's just interesting I like to ask everyone that because I think you know every single person has gone through a change whether it's living with their family whether they've broken up with a significant other they've had a challenge so it's it was important for me to ask that question so we already brought this up at your entire family quarantine together And as I did, but I came home with my boyfriend's family. As did I, but we came home almost. We stayed for two weeks at a time. Would come home for like a week, two weeks at a time. Come home for a week, and now we're he's fully back at work because construction is open again. So we go back like every Wednesday night and then stay for the weekend. But what was it like being in a? Because you were literally there for four full months. What was it like being there with your family for four full months and like? I say this with like a, a full heart of like, I know it was amazing, but you can tell us like some moments that you were like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was definitely nuts. Like it was so not normal. Um, it, okay, I, I so in the beginning, I We were all just like Super freaked out Because no one knew What was happening My brother was Actually transferred The week before Corona broke out To LA for work And like then came home Like he moved Yeah And he came home Um My sister obviously Had to come home from college And so she needed to get All like all her stuff home
0: Oh my goodness
1: And it was definitely like very chaotic in the beginning and having also your boyfriend live with your family is so not normal. The whole thing was just not, the only way you can describe it is it was not normal and it was
0: extremely
1: chaotic. Like, yes, we had some really funny laughs and it's kind of almost like a blur now. That Totally. It's, it's not that it's done, but the time living together.
0: Yes, yes. That time, that big chunk of time, for sure. Like, people can have their housekeepers back. Like, things yeah. are, like, back in action. But yes, that timing, like, April, like, that deep yeah. time. <laughs> it was
1: definitely, like, it, it was definitely really hard. I think that people, I mean, I'm sure if anyone went back to live with their family, like, it's. It's really weird. I started reverting back to like my high school ways. I was getting sassy. I was weird because like my boyfriend and I were sharing like my full bed that we don't fit in.
0: I'm um, dying. <laughs>
1: like my mom never wanted to like come downstairs because she was like, I don't want Brian to see me in my pajamas. Like I, I so thing was just like, so I don't crazy. want him to
0: see me in my pajamas. I was
1: just praying like I hope Brian doesn't break up with me after this
0: no if anything and that leads me to my next question is like it must make you and your family and your relationship so much stronger like now going through this like what do you feel now that you know that you can go through this with like the person you love and your family and all of the factors
1: yeah it was definitely it definitely made us stronger and also more I was definitely much more appreciative of my parents and them taking us in and like being so generous with like the groceries and everything um it also it, ma- it definitely made me feel where, where Brian and I are always debating LA his family's in LA um well they're in Canada and LA and my family's here but it definitely made me feel like when the day comes that I do have kids it's it I think I'll I have to be close at least to my mom because where she's living because the thought of god forbid this happening again and then not being close to family really
0: freaks me out I honestly couldn't agree more like this um, my sister lives in Miami and after you know like once things hopefully cool down over there she like wants to move back like over here where we yeah. live in New York City and like I totally get it after like this type of situation you don't want to be not in driving distance to the people you like yeah. love or that like you know, you know, even in our mental state, like, I've, I've been seeing my therapist virtually still, but, like, you still need your mom, and you need your siblings, and, like, you need them, and, like, it's, it's been, for me, it's been really hard not, like, I haven't seen my sister since February. Wow. So, It's it's a long time, and I'm hoping to see her, like, again, we were talking about Florida, but, like, hopefully, like, September or like she'll come out where again it's something that's to be figured out but like it's really tough it's been it's been tough but I'm sure it's been really also nice to like I'm sure Brian's gotten to like get closer with your siblings and like just definitely which yeah you're like yeah he's closer with my siblings than I am now
1: (laughs) yeah I'm like he's probably needs a major break
0: that's amazing well it'll be really nice for you guys to go to LA and like do the opposite you know, like give exactly. his family the time that you need to. So we're going to get back to your page because your page has become a place of hope and comfort and of education. And I hope you know that. Um, yeah. Were you always this vibe of a person or did it take some type of strategy to like be educational, be influential, be all of these things, but without, with staying genuine?
1: Um, I like to, like, i Personally, I've always been this way. Like I've always like I love to read. I love just learning about new things and educating myself on things I'm not aware of, of and the industry as I'm not part of. And I've always been that way in my personal life. But I I wasn't that way digitally until this past year. Like I never really felt comfortable sharing anything to do with my personal life or my values or my opinions or like my politics. Like I just did not think that was appropriate to share ever because I was like, people come to my page for fashion and beauty. I don't think they come for anything else, but I was so wrong. Like people want lifestyle. People want to hear your opinions on things. And I was speaking actually to my grandfather about this because he's a criminal defense lawyer. He still practices. He's 86, which is insane. (laughs)
0: Oh, um, that's actually he, insane.
1: <laughs> I know. And he obviously like defends a lot of criminals and they're mostly the, his clients are mostly the ones in the wrong and he has to still defend them. And I said to him, I'm like, I don't even know how you do that. And he's like, well, I don't understand how your generation has to take a stance on every single topic. Like why do you guys feel the need to speak out ab- about things that you're not even involved in? And I just said to him, I'm like, are, whether it's a negative or a positive or in so many different ways, we live in a generation that if you're going to put yourself in the social sphere, you have to pick sides and you have to be comfortable with the side you chose and decide to speak out on. It's just that way. Like We don't have the luxury of like hiding anything anymore. And if you're not comfortable with that, like, you should not be in the space. It's just, like, what
0: it is. Absolutely. And I think, like, with COVID, like, people were, like – I don't need fluff. I need like realness because the world got real. Like we got super real. And, you know, you and I were talking about protecting our peace. And I just wanted to kind of put that in here because I think with everything going on in the world and, you know, all of the work that you have been doing, it's important that you too and people know that like you can protect your peace as well. And there are times to speak out and there are also times to like stay back. And it's not for any other reason, but to be educated to take your time and to like move forward. So it's really nice to hear you say that like, I like to be educated before I even put anything yeah. out there. So yes, you do have, so, so you do have a strategy a little bit about it. You yeah. like to just, you like to be one, not you like to be as a hundred percent sure as you could be.
1: Exactly. And I will always like to make sure it's coming from my voice and from my heart, because I think there's so much information out there with everything going on now with, COVID, with Black Lives Matter movement, with anti Semitism. Like, there's just so much information, and it's really, it is really overwhelming. And we're like inundated with people's posts and quotes and things every day that I think you are in charge of what you post on your platform, like we were saying before. And you have to make sure it comes from your heart and like what you want and not for someone else's to please others. Like, I think it's all about posting what you're comfortable with and also posting your real, values and feelings on whatever topic you decide to speak out about
0: absolutely and just going back to COVID for one second you did a lot during this time to help with donations with everything and i kind of want you to just touch up on that because that was a really special not only was it really special but it takes a lot to like do that and to gather all the resources and whatnot so can you just like touch on that and how that was for you and obviously that it probably made you feel fucking amazing (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, it was thank you. But like I am, okay, so I've always been really involved in different philanthropies that I've been very passionate about, but I am really bad at fundraising. I feel so uncomfortable asking for money. I have always been like that. That is why I do not handle the business aspect of my own brand right now. I have a partner do it because I'm just like, I need to be the creative. I need to focus on that. And that's not my strong suit. And I'm like very well aware of that. Yeah. So even- But even with, um, I'm on the board of Make-A-Wish, and they know that as well. And so I say to them, like, what are other ways, like, I can get people involved? So, like, I'm in charge of, like, getting people involved with volunteering. So, like, that's, like, what I do. And I just felt that so many people are always reaching out to me saying, I see you're involved in this philanthropy and this philanthropy. I want to get involved, but I don't know how, or I don't have the funds to get involved. And I think people should just know there's so many ways to donate your time and not... Have to donate money. And if you do want to donate money, literally even $10 goes such a long way for some people, like some of these companies and organizations. So when, when COVID hit, people were like, how can we help out? And how can we do this? I'm like, I'm gonna focus on one hospital group right now. Because if I try to start focusing on a million, it's going to be really overwhelming. I'm going to focus on the one that's nearest to me. And I did Northwell. And I just like kept putting the link to swipe up for my page. And I think people felt like if there's nothing I could do because I'm sitting home right now and I can't like donate or volunteer my time, like at least like giving ten, twenty dollars like every week to this organization will help. And I was so like thrilled that people got involved and then we had some a lot like a lot of anonymous bigger donations. So we ended up raising a lot of money for Northwell for their PPE equipment and I just was like if I can just like listen I was like I have a swipe up I might as well
0: use it hundred percent one hundred thousand percent but I just wanted you know I felt a lot of influencers could have done more and that's why for you I just wanted to put out there that like you did a lot and I hope you like remember that and know that like it's so appreciated and so noticed and like you're right, it's really crazy to fundraise and do the, all of that and like for my own self, I would be, wouldn't know where to begin. So that's why I'm like, you are a rock star for doing it and it's not an easy thing to put yourself out there like that, like a lot of the things we were talking about on our own, but yeah. with that being said, you did a lot of work for COVID and helping others, but you also did a passion project for yourself with Fat Buddha and I, Was just so excited for this for you because I know about your little journey to wellness and whatnot, just from following you and whatnot, but what was the inspiration behind it all? I know a few of the pieces were named after your family members, which I just think is everything. And then some, it's just like, (laughs) what better recognition to like give someone? And I just need to know everything from selling out to restocking to all of it because we both know I already got the caviar leopards, like, yes, as sec- I literally was like, Katie, if I don't get them, I'm gonna be pissed, um, but, no, I, I actually really was, like, literally, when you were, like, it's already live, and I was, like, I already bought them, like, at 11.58, like, I I had, you literally, guys, get off of my live right now, and I was, like, sick, bought them, sent you a picture, I was, like, I feel good now, I'm chilling, like, <laughs>
1: team was like I had my computer open while I was on my phone and my team was like get off the live! like you were distracting people I was like oh my god no it was
0: like the most flustering cute moment I've ever seen you're like your I think your sister or your cousin or someone was there yeah, and they're like sister. get off right now and you're like guys just stop listening to me and go like just go I was so... <laughs> it was like the first time I've ever seen you actually be like ah I don't know where to go but tell us about that because that that was so exciting and we did talk before and you were like I'm really really nervous and I was like don't be you're gonna crush it and like I know you're gonna crush it and like you fucking crushed it so tell us about it
1: well thank you for being so supportive (laughs) so much to me but it really actually so you know I think in the space Brands are getting smart with their collaboration and they're working with a lot of influencers because they realize like, quote unquote, the influence it could have on their brands and how to reach so many more people. Um, so I've always, I, you know, I've been approached by a lot of different brands to do these capsule collaborations and I've kind of felt in the past that unless something like really spoke to me, it just, it's a lot of effort. It's a, like a lot of time and money up front. And I was like, I'm really happy with like just partnering with brands that I already love. Right now, So I kept, like, kind of doing that. And then I had spoken, actually, on an entrepreneurial panel with the founder of Fab Buddha, Alyssa. And she just, like, cracked me up. Like, I'm like, this girl is freaking hilarious. Like, I think she's so... I already loved her clothes, and I loved her whole size inclusivity. And I was like, she's just so funny. Like, I may... Hopefully, we can do something. So she had reached out to see if we wanted to do a collection together. And it was right before covid And I just thought in my head, I was like, you know what? I just feel like it's not the time. Like it's not the time to be pushing product right now. I just felt uncomfortable. And then I said, I came back to her and I said, I feel so much more of a community and togetherness, like with the community I have on my platform and the way I'm connecting with other people on their platform right now. So what if we do something instead of us designing it together, I have my community design it because that, That gives everyone something to do and something to look forward to. And And interactiveness. Exactly. And I was like, everyone likes doing the same things. Everyone's reading the same books. Like, like, everyone's working out, baking the same cake, like doing this. I'm like, what can I do that's different? And I just, she was like, you know what? We've never done that before. We've never seen this done before. So let's try it. And like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And the two of us will design it and it will be fine because I also have a background like my background's actually in costume design so I actually love to design um so I started just like asking poll questions I was like let's see like what people would want so totally. I started with like what do people want like what do they want to wear right now everyone was like everyone just wants to wear at leisure and sweatpants I'm like, great. I already have that. Like we're already going out in that direction. So that works for me. Then I was like, what are you missing? And I started taking notes, like literally printing out everything that people would write in. And then I'd like highlight like things like I loved and like cross out things that I thought like maybe weren't going to work or that weren't as popular. I started and like I get got more and more detailed. And I was like, whoa, within like literally a week, I have a whole collection based on what my community wants.
0: incredible i was
1: like that is so amazing like i don't even have to make any decisions so i was like okay if we're gonna do this i want to make sure that everyone feels like they were so involved because they were like instrumental in creating everything so I was like can we call the collection made by you for you because that's what it is and i want people to feel when they buy it that they had a huge impact in making it so that's how literally it came to be we made it within five months produced manufactured and designed and it's just been so much fun. Like, I just loved collaborating with someone else, especially because I really don't have a background in activewear. And that is something, like, you know, and as a yoga teacher, I'm sure you know, like, you're so specific. Like, I'm so particular with my
0: activewear. Like, oh, same. Brand. That's why I was very excited about the Black Caviar because I already – I knew exactly what I, – I know how fat – I have every brand, yes. obviously. But I know exactly how Fat Buddha works and how they fit, and I just couldn't have been – happier that you chose them because or they chose you however it worked or it was symbiotic because they're a great brand to work with and I also really quickly want to touch on because I know you did go through a little wellness like moment of re-kind of connecting with yourself which is which is what brought you back to this right like to like do this can you like just like touch up on that
1: absolutely so I started my wellness journey because of um my mental health journey that I was starting personally and for myself, I have always, my family has always been a huge advocate for therapy and my parents have always instilled in me since I was young age. Like if I ever have a problem and don't feel comfortable speaking to them, we have a therapist I can go to. So since I was really young, Um, my siblings and I have always been really comfortable speaking about our insecurities and vulnerabilities and speaking to therapists. But I realized how that is so rare. And it's really not common. And there's also like a huge stigma around therapy. And I like wanted to do more research into that. And I didn't really understand because I'm like, if if you have a brain, like you have mental health, and you need to take care of it, whatever that means to you, whether that's Eating healthier options, exercising, um, speaking it out, whatever it means to you getting creative, art, therapy, color therapy like there's so many ways, but I was like, we need to like destigmatize this issue when it comes to mental health because right. it's so common. And I have you know, so many friends and family and people that are just, like, loosely throwing around these terms, like, anxiety, depression, this, and I'm, like, oh, my God, like, that's serious, like, you need to speak to someone if that's really how you feel, like, or you need to, like, work on it for yourself. 100%. um so I just started you know like I'm not an expert in the field I don't have a PhD and I was super inc- I didn't want to talk about it at first because I'm like who am I to start speaking about mental health like I am not a doctor but the second I just said fucking like I'm gonna just speak about it anyway like I just know that if this helps me hopefully this will help other people and also sorry someone just fell it's like, okay then, like, also, it's all good I can if I can destigmatize this for myself, then maybe it will even touch one person that will say like, oh my gosh, like she seems really happy and positive all the time, but she obviously has things she needs to work out in therapy or in different ways with wellness herself. And like, it's okay for me to talk about it. And I realize that happening more and more and people reaching out saying like it helped them even communicate to their parents or their significant other that they needed to go get help or they wanted to talk. And I always think like, the best time to go to therapy or the best time to start helping yourself is when you're in a really positive place. I life. agree. Yeah. <laughs> like I always find like, it's so many people and so many friends of mine like end up in therapy. Like when there's a crisis or when there's a breakup or when there's this, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like you're at such a heightened moment in your time. Like you should have been like working on it. Like you need to exercise your brain. Absolutely. To to exercise your body. Like you should have the tools already so that when you're in these crisis periods that you feel are crises, you know what to do.
0: Well, that's just so important. And I'm so glad you touched on that because especially during this time, I think I obviously we talked about this. I go to therapy too. I think it's so important that people do destigmatize that and realize that it is okay. And it's okay to embark on your own wellness journey, whether you're figuring out new foods, whether you're working out more, whether you are, um, you know, uh, going to therapy, whatever it might be, it's super important to, like, like, tap into yourself, so that's why I was really glad that, like, this, first of all, this is where we're gonna close it out, and that's where I was really glad, because I feel that in this time, I like to say, since it's the beginning of, I was about to say September, August, that it's, like, the new year again, and, like, we're in, what, like, phase four, like, I think so something like that I don't even know what phase we're in anymore I'm just like I literally just still come home and like that's it (laughs) Um, but you know I have to ask you what can we look forward to you coming now that we're like you're home and you're back to like in your your groove which is still a new normal but what can we look forward to from you
1: For me and for my business, I think that for my business I'm gonna continue. I actually have three more drops coming out with Fapuda, which I'm really excited about. And because of like all the audience feedback I got from the first drop, I have already like replaced, taken out some items, switched some things around for the different drops because now I know exactly what people want. I want to you know, the first one was kind of like a test and trial run for me. Um, so hopefully I'll be giving the people what they want and like exactly
0: now. Um, I think you gave the people what they wanted last time, considering <laughs> that you did it twice. And I'm sure no, you weren't. Were, were you even expecting that?
1: No. And like, I almost felt so guilty because I'm like, oh my gosh, the restock meeting. People aren't going to get it exactly when they want to get it. I'm like, people are going to be so mad. But I like tried to make it very like, this is a restock, meaning this is not going to get to you immediately. Exactly. No, but you, you
0: did a great job. That's the best you can do. And like, also good to know there is no rush. So like, no one should be like, well, I need these by next week. Like, it's like, no one's in any rush. It's okay. It can take a couple of weeks.
1: Actually, the only people I had, like, a rush, people want to rush with kids that are actually going back to school. They were like, where should we send it to? And the customer service team was incredible the day of. And they, like, switched around addresses for people. So I was like, okay, at least I can know the customer service. Like, that's all that matters. Customer
0: service is everything. That's why you're, again, you're very smart. You're very, very smart.
1: Thank you. I like made sure that we were on the customer service with every question. So we have return policy. There's no fee return. Like I was like making sure with that, but so that's coming up. So that will be end of September, the second drop. And then this um, third drop is end of October. So we're getting gearing up for that. And then, um, also, we have I have my show on Amazon, which has been so much fun
0: to do at first. Guys, you have to see her on it. she's like so cute. I can't even handle. <laughs> oh my it. I swipe up every time and I'm like, Thank six you. minutes of Katie. it's just yeah, the cutest no, thing. It. <laughs> it's
1: so sweet. It's just fun because it's fun to show people like, the hottest trends that are under a hundred—that's like so important to me. Although I wear yeah. a lot of clothes and I have products that are above hundred, I think it's really always important to be like, guys, you can get this at this price. Like, hundred like percent. It would be
0: like it would be unrelatable of you to not share that.
1: Exactly. It would. Exactly. Po- and I find like I know what I'm buying, and I know that of course there's times I splurge and get things, and I also try to show like a lot of the things I get are gifted. Like I wouldn't necessarily spend over like. 250 on the stress like it's gifted to me like let's make that clear right and I think that's also important um but I think personally I'm gonna try to continue doing my therapy lives too I took a little break for that because it just got a little bit overwhelming
0: to me to like put my therapy out like I said you have to we talked about this earlier you have to protect your peace and I hope people also take this note from me is that katie is not a sound voice for every single person she will listen to everybody but she is also a human being who we all have to recharge our batteries and we're all here to fight the fight but it's also we have to make sure to not put pressure on one person just because we know that they're capable of doing it all we also have to remember to like give them the honorability back to be like honor yourself and everything so you can continue to honor those things that you're fighting for. So I just kind of wanted to put that out because you are such a light and we are having a conversation before, but I just think it's important for you and others to remember to protect your peace always, especially during this time and take the time for yourself to self-care, whatever that might mean for you, to Netflix, to do face masks, whatever that is.
1: Eat pizza. I like that. My favorite. Like tonight, I'm gonna watch Black is King, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and order Ruby Rosa. And I've never been so excited for my night.
0: I mean, (laughs) I agree. I'm literally gonna order Shake Shack and watch Siesta Key. No, but it's like I'm like happy for those little things in life. Like the
1: things that make me happy are so simple. Like I swear, like even it was our two year anniversary two weeks ago, and Brian's like, "What do you want to do?" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like I wouldn't. Should we go to this restaurant? Like, no, like let's just order and I'll be so happy. Like, I just want a night
0: in and like not talk to anyone. Oh, well, Katie, thank you so much for coming on the vibe. You really are like such a like vibe and positive energy. And I think anybody who comes to your page or ever like deeply looks into you can feel that energy and vibe and I know that because I feel it and if I feel it I know somebody else feels it as well and that's just really special and again like I said that's very hard to find in this world that's so saturated. And, you know, I personally thank you, not just for being such a light during COVID, but through Black Lives Matter and, you know, congratulating me on my mikvah and having these real talks that people should be having with each other. So I'm super thankful that you came on and gave it all to me because it means the world to me. And it's going to mean the world to anybody who listens, because I'm sure anyone will take your honesty.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I feel the same way. Like, I can't wait to hang out. This is all over. I'm like, Mind you guys,
0: we literally live a block away from each other.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. Well, thank right. you so much for having me. It's been so fun.
0: I love you so much. Thank you for coming on the Vibe, babe.